0: Welcome to Take Me to the Cloud, a place for business professionals to hear
1: insights and best practices from industry experts that combine cloud systems, operations, supply chain, and finance. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on another episode of Take Me to the Cloud. I'm your host, Melissa Holton. My guest today is a repeat customer and fan favorite, Chris Higgins. If you don't know him, Chris is the manager of the Netsuite Practice here at Withum. Hey, Chris, how's it going?
0: Good, Melissa. It's good to talk to you again.
1: Yeah. Love our little chats.
0: Yeah, getting ready for end of the year process and the holidays and all that good stuff.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, there, you know another year is coming to an end. And um, I thought it would be a good time to continue our conversation on the closing process. The month end and year end are a busy time in accounting departments. And let's talk about some ways that companies can automate their clothes you know, maybe we can talk about some software upgrades that they could also invest in to help reduce some of the uh, manual work that their team might be doing.
0: Sure. Yeah. So last time we spoke, we dove in a little bit into how there could be additional governance put around the month-end close process with checklists and hard deadlines and timelines to get the work completed. Now we could move along into a little bit more of the automation steps. So uh, one of the ways that teams will gain some efficiency out of their their current system is by creating the recurring journal entries that are just simply just memorized transactions that are relatively the same or just need minor changes on a month-to-month basis so that they don't have to continue entering the data into the system on a regular basis, right? Mm -hmm. By memorizing these transactions, you could even set them up to a specific schedule in certain systems and have them post to GL without any intervention whatsoever. Obviously, this could be a control issue, but those systems would have some kind of workflow approval process that we could put onto onto those transactions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so things like prepaid expense recognition, fixed asset depreciation recognition, all of those transactions are somewhat similar in nature from month to month until that asset or prepaid expenses is fully, fully amortized. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one way that we've seen teams generate some efficiencies out of of their month end process, you know, relatively simply with using low tech. Yeah. And so getting into the next one for, for organizations that are kind of graduated from the startup level and in, in the mid market tier might have some subsidiaries that live overseas and are transacting in multiple currencies, one of the hardest operations to consolidate the financials is the intercompany eliminations. There might Mm. be funding from one entity to the other to run their day-to-day operations. Maybe they're not a reseller of the product that the organization is putting to market and, and strictly a cost center. So they might be operating under a cost plus agreement So all of those transactions and consolidation have to be eliminated, and it gets complicated when you have AR and AP in foreign currencies that are different than your native currency for your books. Mm -hmm. So it brings in the translation adjustments for your unrealized gain loss on your consolidated financial statements, and then also when that transaction finally posts, you have your realized gain or loss on that transaction. All of these elements in the consolidation now have to be eliminated properly so that you can have a consolidated statement of financials that are, you know, GAP compliant. This process in particular for organizations that are large that are using low tech, you know, it could be anywhere from one to two days just to get that report generated. You know, it's a lot of manual work, a lot of spreadsheet activity. There are are software packages out there that automate that entire process, kind of a click of the button, close type situation.
1: Yeah, that would buy back um, Mm -hmm. several days for a lot of companies, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You're talking about organizations that are in that space, probably looking at a 15 business day close. You could likely cut it down if you upgrade your software to anywhere from 10 to 12 days, right off the bat. You know, obviously, there's a lot more that can that can go into it to drive efficiencies to that close process, but that's that's a quick win for sure.
1: Yeah, well, those are great tips there. What about you know, if we move into period end reconciliations, what what are some ways that companies can make that more efficient?
0: Sure, uh, something I've seen in my teams in the past, the reconciliation process would occur after we uh, essentially quote unquote completed closing the books. The the most efficient way to get through a close, in my opinion, is to work on your reconciliations while you're transacting those, those journal entries and running all of the AP and AR mark-to-market transactions. This way, when you're going through the close process and your reconciliation is open on the other screen, the data is living there right in front of you. Anything that's off, you can make that adjustment right there and then wash your hands and move on to the next one. If you leave it for the end, you might find that items that should have been modified because there's a reconciling item didn't, and it might be too late because financials are reported and then out the door to upper level management. So it's best to keep your reconciliations going in a parallel with your close operations rather than leaving it for the end of the period.
1: Don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today, right?
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And the other issue with period and reconciliations is majority of the time they're done within uh, an Excel spreadsheet, right? Now, it's not terrible, but there's not a lot of auditable governance around an Excel worksheet. There are software packages out there that link up between the work papers from the, the accounting team and straight into the accounting software so that when the audit team does come in, there's some confidence in the in the transactions and the reconciliations that were done.
1: Right. And and a lot of those are you know very user friendly and have very friendly interfaces. So it's easy to implement within your team and a short training time span to get everybody on board to use it.
0: Yes, absolutely. I I think the last one that we did was about a month to a month and a half before they were fully deployed and on the on the platform for their uh, automated reconciliation process, and you know, it, it it definitely helps the controller with visibility into the integrity of the data that they're looking at. And if you could give the controller and CFO integrity to their financial data, I think that's a huge win.
1: Sure, Chris. You know, it's as we're talking here, it's December now, and it are, if companies are looking to implement a new system or a new software, what, what's a good time of year to start considering that so that it doesn't affect day-to-day operations?
0: That's a good question. I'll say there, there's never really a great time for most teams. From my experience, a lot of uh, corporate finance teams are working on, on somewhat of a skeleton staff. Um, teams have a lot on their plate and um you know it just takes a lot to get to, through their day to day their day to day work when you add a a project like a, a new erp software implementation on top of that day to day it be, it could become a little bit cumbersome but really there's there's no bad time to be looking at it you know if if you're finding that the team is running a lot of manual processes and you're not getting any information quickly as as it's needed and you're not able to make those business decisions in a timely manner you should really get on on the ball and, and think about how you can improve your operations without even adding a, an, a full-time headcount, right? Uh, the advantage of these modern ERPs is that there's a lot of process efficiency and reporting efficiencies that come from them. You actually save on your staffing expenses in the long run. So I, I think I answered your question, but Long story short, I don't know that there's a, a great time to to implement.
1: Yeah, no, I think you a, answered the question. I I, I think an, an, a follow up question to that could be for teams that are maybe a little bit smaller or don't have the resources of a large corporation, what would you say is the benefit of having a consulting team or a consulting firm that helps go in and and implement this?
0: Yeah, sure. So take a firm like ours, right? Our team is made up of Talented professionals that kind of all have their own little niche area. Uh, one of our team members is very well versed in manufacturing, distribution, and logistics and, and works to that that strength where he helps those organizations. Another is, is really into technology and finance and, and they'll help on, on those implementations. So we have a, a well-rounded team to really support any type of organization that we are implementing the software for. So what that does is it takes a lot of the burden off of the accounting staff. And we would be able to get through a a full software implementation, utilizing kind of the same type of meeting structure as your year end audit, right? Mm -hmm. A few workshops a week, you know, questions back and forth via email, but but nothing that's too time consuming for the staff member of the accounting department and we would take that information back and through a lot of our discovery on the on the front end of the project we'll be able to configure the system to fit the needs of the organization and then during our our testing process we'll we'll learn a little bit more about changes that need to be made or how to modify a workflow for example or you know the report didn't look the way they wanted it so we could just customize it there on the fly and and keep moving towards that end goal of getting, getting completed.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds great. And I think, you know, it just also adds another set of eyes an outside set of eyes to their organization. So there's, um, you know, a little bit more fairness and as, as they are trying to make some changes.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: They help organizations as they uh, want to automate their month end process.
0: Melissa, thank you so much for your, for the time today and the time to speak. I really enjoy these sessions that we have together. I'm looking forward to our next one.
1: Yeah, me too. And thanks for everybody for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.
0: Bye. Now. You've been listening to Take Me to the Cloud. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to be alerted of new episodes. For more information, visit withum.com.